Warning. The following content has been deemed inappropriate for the radio. It may also be inappropriate for children, offices, or sensitive grandparents. Please put on your headphones or find a safe place to enjoy this Ask Me Another bonus round. Hi, it's Ophira Eisenberg, host of NPR's Ask Me Another, with a podcast extra you don't want to miss. When we traveled to Washington, D.C., we went to NPR's headquarters, and our guest was Ian Mackay of punk bands Fugazi, Minor Threat, and The Evens. This guy has a million amazing stories, and here's one we wanted to share with you in full. So this is Ian Mackay talking about what happened when he, as a teenage punk, was invited to appear on Saturday Night Live. Do you want to hear the story? In 1981, I was driving a truck for the Washington Post. Um, I lived in town, and I got a call around 10 in the morning, and I answered. I was dead asleep. I had gotten home around 5 or 6 in the morning, and a voice said, Lauren Michael's office, please hold. And I, I had no idea what that meant. <laughs> it, was, it was like another language to me. And, uh, and then this voice came and said, hey, this is Lauren Michaels, Saturday Night Live. Now, that also makes no sense to me. Because um, you have to remember that for me at that time, I'm, I'm just a kid from Washington, D.C., and I, mean, I knew what Saturday Night Live was, but I had no contact with, you know, even though I was in a band, I was in a punk band that played to like 50 people. So it really made no sense to me that why would he be calling me, be like if Putin called or something? It just doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. And he said, hey, listen, we got this great punk band coming on the show, this band Fear, um, and we want some authentic punks to come up from, you know, to come dance. And I was, and for radio listeners, my face is puzzled right now. And I was, what? Oh, you know, because I had been asleep. I, was, I don't understand. He goes, hold on a second. And then another voice comes on, and he says, Ian, hey, this is John Belushi. <laughs> All right. Um, yes. And he says, listen, I'm buddies with the guys from Fear. I'm doing a cameo on the show. I told him I'd do the cameo if Fear could play. But I want to bring some punks up. And I had heard from my friend Penelope Spears. She did this movie called Decline to Western Civilization. She said, he said, she tells me the kids in D.C. are really cool. She gave me your number. I'm calling you. Can you put together some people to come up and just dance for this, for this Saturday Night Live? Okay. It can be done. So... <laughs> I get back on the phone with Lauren Michaels, and he says, um, okay, so you guys come on up. Um, you know, we're gonna, we have to pre-tape. They do two screen. They do like a dress rehearsal, and then they do the actual live show. So we have to be there at like 6 o'clock or something, and he says, just come on up. Um, you get to the, the guard at Rockefeller Center and just tell him, you have to give him a password. I go, okay, what's the password? He goes, how about Ian Mackay? I said, okay. <laughs> I can remember that. So... <laughs> So we all drove up, maybe 15 or 16 of us, maybe more. I don't know how many people went up. I just put the word out. Like, if you want to go to Senate Live, just go up and say Ian Mackay. <laughs> and you know, the next day, we all walked down together, and we got to the garb. And we said, Ian Mackay. And he was like, all right. And like maybe 30 of us went in. <laughs> and they put us in the green room, and they said, just stay here. And we said, okay. And we were talking. We said, listen, this is a dress rehearsal. Don't blow it. <laughs> Don't blow it. 
because if we blow it during the dress rehearsal, we're definitely not going to go on the live show. The fear came out. They played one song by themselves. And the second song they did, we were invited to come out and dance. So we just sort of stood in a semicircle around this very strange little stage. It's an uncomfortable space and freezing cold, by the way. The band starts playing. And one thing I should say that we were not, I mean, we liked Fear All Right, but they were kind of a goofy band. I, I mean, I'm not saying it to be dismissive about them. It's that that was just their, their thing. So we, we started dancing. And we're trying to keep it cool. But someone knocked into a camera and it fell over. <laughs> it was an accident. So then we were led back to the green room. They said, you have just caused $100,000 worth of damage. And we said, ooh. <laughs> and they said, well, we're going to have to talk to the authorities. And I, think, and I was telling them, they locked us in the green room. They didn't believe me, but I swear they locked us into the green room. <laughs> so we're like, we're like, we sat back and we said, well, this is phenomenal. Like, this is, this is a, an incredible experience. And they said, well, you're not, obviously not going to do the live show. Well, then Belushi said, well, I'm not doing my cameo. That's right. He stepped up for us. <laughs> so we were then told, you can do the show, but you got to keep it cool. But obviously, our plan was the opposite. <laughs> and it was live. What can they do? <laughs> so, so we came back out, and we did. They played this song, and we danced. And everyone was just jumping around, jumping off the stage. And... We, actually, there were fights breaking out between audience members and the kids. <laughs> because I think it has to be pointed out that for those of you who were, who were punks or, or around punk at that time, it was actually, it was a revolutionary movement. And that meant that something was being born and there was friction. So the people who were sort of on the outside were threatened and therefore threatened us. I'm sure... If you actually look at this thing, you can find the video. It's, it exists out there in that internet world. If you look at it, you will hear one moment where the microphone stand falls into the crowd and you hear someone shout very clearly, New York sucks. <laughs> and that voice belongs to me. <laughs> that... No disrespect. This is... These are these are these are old battles. These these battles have been solved. It's all everything's fine now. And I was telling them, and I'm going to tell the ending of this story in two ways. One is for the radio audience, and one is for you people right here. <laughs> As we are led off the stage, or whatever you want to call, it, off the set, Eddie Murphy, who was standing on the side, said, "Oh, f you." Can you say that on the radio? Yeah. But in reality, he said, "Fuck you." <laughs> We were then locked into a producer's room. <laughs> we, we had been upgraded. Um, where we were making phone calls, because there was a phone in there. So. <laughs> it seems like a thing to do, I, doesn't it? I remember when the most valuable asset was like a free phone yeah, just well, sitting yeah. there. And finally, we were, after being told that we're, there are going to be charges that are going to be pressed and all that stuff, we were then let go, and I was, you know, and basically what I got for all the trouble was I had to pay for parking, which was expensive. I thought it was ridiculous. <laughs> but no charges were pressed, and the $100,000 camera was actually, I think, a $20 piece of plastic. on the, it was, everything, was, everything was fine. Everybody survived. We're all okay. 
Hear more of Ian's stories on the next Ask Me Another. I'm Ophira Eisberg, and this is NPR. This song is about how much we love you. Yeah!